Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, October 22nd, 2023, and this is day 2041 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we praise you, and honor you. There is no one like you. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of every situation, even those things that seem virtually impossible. You, Lord, are the God that will do the impossible. (laughs) And I thank you so much for your provisions, Lord, for your protection, and allowing us to even go through trials and tribulations to strengthen us. I thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is letting others go through. Yeah, sometimes you know how we can become. You're, we're usually the protector. Sometimes we, uh, sometimes we can be the enabler and not even realizing it because we're so used to providing for others or helping others. And sometimes God wants that person to go through for themselves so that they can uh, come to trust him even greater. Maybe there's an area there that God is working on that you have already overcome. And you're like, oh, you got this, you can do it. But but yet they're still counting on you or yet you're still trying to let them know what to do, what direction to take, and you're praying for them. But for some reason, things haven't shifted yet. And then God will just either shut your mouth and not allow you to continue saying things to them about what they should and should not do, or uh, he will move them out of the way so that they can go through some things without you being there to rescue them. There's There are many things that happen in our lives that are similar to that, and then when we actually come to a realization, we see that it was God all along. Uh, we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 43. Acts 9, 36 through 43, we're talking about uh, Tabitha, also known as Dorcas. Uh, And uh, let's go ahead and dive in. It says, in Joppa, there was a disciple. So she was a disciple uh, named Tabitha. And, you know, Jesus was absolutely no respecter of persons when he walked the earth. Um, He had women uh, that followed him that were also... Uh, you know, disciples and uh, providers. They had they helped to finance his ministry, and same with Paul. Uh, many women uh, were a part of his ministry as well. So she was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed or washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda near Joppa so often, I'm sorry, Lydda was near Joppa 
So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. And seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. And the other thing that really jumps out at me is sometimes God allows us to go through certain things to bless other people. You notice the death and resurrection of Tabitha allowed or or because of that, many people got saved. Many people came to know the Lord because of that. So I was talking to a young lady that's like a dear daughter to me. And she said, I know I'm going through this for others. And it just blessed my heart. Um, and, uh, and, and she is going through quite a bit. She's such a strong woman and um, has been since she was a child. I've known her since she was a, a child. And uh, she's always uh, been extremely strong and going, has gone through things that most people don't go through in their whole lifetime. Uh, she went through as a young girl, a teenager, and I, I just uh, am in awe at how she goes through so gracefully. And yet there are other times where it's extremely hard and it's like, oh God, please help. What is this about? And she ultimately knows that it's to help others. Point number one, have you ever gotten so used to someone being in your life and so used to the amazing things they did? You enjoyed them and their awesome gift or gifts. Then all of a sudden things shift, they change, and things are no longer the way they used to be. That's what happened to these widows, you see. They were poor and in need. Just being a widow during those days meant a life of poverty unless you had a son or sons to take care of you. Not only were they grateful to and for Dorcas, but they may have become dependent on her. You know, when my grand, my oldest granddaughter um, was born, she and her mom lived with us for uh, a few years, you know, until she was about seven. And then they moved. Uh, my daughter married uh, and they you know, got their own place and, and, uh, but my granddaughter spent every weekend with us and even some weekdays if my daughter had to travel or whatever. And so she has her own room here with dressers, fully stocked closet, full of shoes and everything she needs. And, and if we go somewhere special, she's got those kind of clothes and anything here. And so her mom makes sure that she's got a few couple of sets of things, one here and a set of things in her own house. 
Then all of a sudden, so that went on for about seven years now. And as of just the last month, <laughs> she's not really wanting to spend the night with us anymore. She's 13 now. And uh, Nana and Papa are just not the thing anymore. <laughs> and it's crushing. Uh, but we're gr we're grateful too because she's getting her own friends. She's you know she's an only child and and it's hard sometimes. She'll call me and talk about it, but she's just maturing and it's like mm -mm, I don't want to hang out with y'all anymore. <laughs> I love you. I'll hang out with you at T Zone. I'll hang out with you when we go to different events. But as far as just spending the night every weekend, uh, maybe once a month, maybe not at all. And, you know, we had to just come to grips with that and understand we have to let go and trust God's method of doing things, just as these widow women had to do after Dorcas died. I'm grateful my granddaughter, you know, she's alive and well and doing well. But we have to understand that 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 season is over. And I and I learned to look at it like that because that's how God describes it. It's like we go through certain seasons in our lives that um, allow us to grow, allow us to even trust God more. Uh, it allows us to come to know the Lord in ways that we never did before. It comes to, it allows us to uh, understand that we're resilient and that we can make it. We can make it through these trials and tribulations or these heartbreaks or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, God is there for us. One of my favorite scriptures, Psalms chapter 23. And in uh, 23, uh, let's see, let me just start at verse 5. He says, it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <clears throat> and here's the one I, I want to, I should just start from the beginning. And this is David speaking. Let, let me start there. Verse one, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I'm reading out the New King James Version. He says, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me through, he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. So all these things here that we're reading, green pastures means prosperity and quiet waters is peace and <clears throat> how God refreshes his soul. And uh, verse four, he says, even though I walk through. So this is the part that I really want to hone in on. Verse four, even though I walk through the darkest valley or in the King James Version, the valley, uh, even though I walk, even though I go through the valley of uh, darkness, uh, uh, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm sorry, even though, thank you, Holy Spirit, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil. So us understanding that it is a shadow. It is uh, something we've got to go through. It's not permanent. So we're going to go through it, and it is hard at times. But God is with us. He says, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, go down to verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Even though our enemies are after us and attacking us, God is showing us off (laughs) in front of our enemies. He's going to put us in charge of them at some point. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I I love that passage. So us understanding that God hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. He's with us. He's allowing us to go through, and we too have to let others go through. We can't always protect them. Uh, We prepare our children, anybody that has raised children. We raise them to become uh, not dependent upon us. And if we're raising them in the Lord, we're raising them to be dependent on God, not on us. And teaching them the ways of the Lord, you know, biblical principles, so that they can move on and be successful on their own through Christ and not through us, the parents. Point number two, here are some things they learned, the widow women learned, and, and we, we should learn too. They learned how to trust in God rather than in Tabitha. Uh, they... Uh, had faith. They they realized that they had faith uh, that God would bring her back because they did not go through the regular processes of getting her ready for burial. They they put her in the in the room and sent for Peter. So that showed the faith that they had. Um, their gratitude and love led to action. They didn't just sit around and do nothing. You see, they may have also learned this from Tabitha. Tabitha took action. She used her gifts to bless others. She didn't just sit around doing nothing. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to use our gifts to bless others. He wants us to take action. And they understood that God is our ultimate provider. Not Tabitha, uh, not our parents, (laughs) not our spouses, not our jobs, not our relatives, but God understanding that he is the ultimate. You know, there are lots of things that have happened in my life that helped me, you know, uh, you know, my children were my life and um, I have three children. They're all grown and I love being a mother. I, you know, I'm sure the same with many of you out there and I loved, you know, all the things that came along with it. I mean, I'm not saying it was easy. <clears throat> there were times that <clears throat> they would get on my last nerve, but <laughs> I love parenting and being that mother. And then, and then they grew up <laughs> and they moved on and they began to use the skills my husband and I taught them. But I went through a hard time when that happened. It took me about a year to really get back to where I needed to be. And actually it wasn't getting back. It was a new journey. That season was over. We were empty nesters and me and my husband literally had to get to know each other again because we had known each other as, 
you know, parents and, you know, like ships passing in the night and, you know, taking this one to this place and that one to that place and doing this and doing that and working a lot. And and then all those things shifted and, and stopped. And now, <clears throat> you know, they're they're in their 40s. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. They're in their 40s now and my youngest will be 40 soon, but we've learned a lot. And uh, that was many years ago, but uh, I'll never forget it. And also, I'll never forget when my husband got injured on his job and how it shifted everything and everything that I depended on my husband for, um, you know, because of that injury, his knee, and then all of a sudden his heart issues and different things like that. Um, And he's still, he's a trooper. He's a fighter. And he's continuing to press on, but I'm not going to say it was easy. It wasn't. He had to go through. And while he was going through, so was I. I'm having to shift in the things that I counted on him to do because he wasn't able to do them anymore, at least not in the same way that he could do them. There were things, anything that broke down in this house, he fixed it. You know, he was the one that took care of anything that happened. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about it. He's got this. Anything with the car, anything with, you know, and he still does certain things like that. But with the trash, getting it out, buying the trash bags. I didn't know which trash bags to get. I got the groceries. Now I have to do those things because I can't, he's not in a position to do it uh, as he used to. Uh, he used to, take me everywhere, <laughs> even though I could drive just fine. But if it were pla- was places that I wasn't used to going or wasn't sure of the way to get there, he would take me even <laughs> because that's what he would do. That was his, you know, he, he loved doing it. And as the provider of our household and the protector and the covering, that's what he did. And so... I had to readjust, and so did he, as we both were going through and learning how to do things differently according to God's will. It can be a major shift, and it can be very difficult, but through Christ, we can do all things. Don't ever forget that. You, too, can make it through this. It is for a season, and some seasons are longer than others. Some seasons are more treacherous than others. Some seasons are extremely sunny and bright and nothing wrong. And some are, like, devastating. And God is saying, I got you. Trust me. Put your faith in him and him alone. And he will use people. Don't ever forget that either. He will work through people to be a blessing to you. He also works through you so that you too can do what he's called you to do. Sometimes we might be putting that off because we're counting on someone else to do it. And God is saying, no, it's your turn now. So trust him. Now, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what it's all about. And that's what happened with Tabitha. Many of those people got saved because God used Peter to bring her back to life. 
Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects, teaching them how to do minor household repairs. We are so grateful to each and every one of you. Thank you again for your support and your prayers and your financial donations. We are very grateful to each and every one of you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.